0: Hi everyone, welcome to our podcast, where you will find messages from various speakers here at Eastgate House of Prayer Mission Base, both a house of prayer and a praying church. We pray that you are blessed through this message and that a greater measure of truth is revealed to you as you listen. I got a whole lot of things stirring inside of me here, but uh, I'll tell you what's been stirring in my heart my spirit. I feel the Father pulling at my heart. I feel like it's not just for me. I feel like it's for the body of Christ. But I'm being blown away in this... Season. Where I feel him whispering to my heart is like, I want to allure you, I want to draw you into a revelation of who I am, my nature as the Father. Who is the father of all blessing. And you know, in the this life that we live, you know, which is fallen, but the diminishing of what the blessing means of what it means to have the hands and the blessing of the Father resting upon your life. Honestly, whatever measure we might have, we don't have a clue really of how powerful, how life-changing it is to begin to comprehend to begin to understand by revelation I'm not talking about in your head I'm talking about in your heart in your knower in your most inward parts where you believe or you don't believe and I'm believing just by the grace of God, as I just begin to share a little bit, just a, it's a broader sort of picture, and uh, I'm fully expecting that there's going to be other uh, opportunities to unpack on deeper levels and more focused areas. But, but beloved, this is glorious. To understand the Father's blessing is to radically change our lives forever. if you want a portion of scripture that we're going to be launching off of staying in we're going to be in ephesians one and i'll just say one to four that's probably about all that we'll be able to even touch and we won't even do that justice but by the grace of god the spirit of revelation to unlock something in our lives this morning Beloved, would you just pause with me for a moment? Put your hand on your heart where you're at, your home, wherever you're at. And with a sincere prayer, even a cry, whether you feel it or not, I want you to say, Father, Father, please reveal to me the glory of your eternal hands of blessing resting upon my head, upon my life. Help me to see who you really are, and that this has always, in all of eternity past, has been your intent. To bless me. To usher me into union with your heart. In Jesus' name, amen. So Ephesians 1. Starting in verse 1, it says, Paul, an apostle of Jesus Christ, by the will of God, to the saints who are in Ephesus and faithful in Christ Jesus. Here's the declaration, and you can read this through many of the epistles, but here's the declaration that we just can so quickly pour over. It's just an introduction. Beloved, there's not one letter, one, back in the day they call it tittle, or word in the Scripture that is meaningless. It says grace to you. Favor to you. It's blessing to you and peace meaning breaking into your world that everything that's out of disorder peace coming in and bringing wholeness and order and who's this from from god our father and the lord jesus christ pause there for a minute in john seventeen 3, i'm not going to go there for sake of time but it says This is eternal life. I'm not talking about just a length of time that you live. It says this is eternal life. This is the greater reality of the eternal realm where the Father of glory dwells, where the triune God existed Before the worlds were created, before the heavens were created, this is the eternal dwelling reality of where God dwells. In perfect love and union together, before the foundations of the world were set in place, God was. So in John 17, 3, it says, this is eternal life, that you may know him, the only true God, meaning you have the capacity to now engage with the eternal realm, but more specifically, to know him, the only true God, and Jesus Christ, whom he has sent, said this is eternal life. This is abundant life. This is life overflowing. This is life without end. Verse 3 says, Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. Who has, what has He done? He's blessed us with every spiritual blessing in the heavenly places in Christ. So the only way that Paul can make this statement, blessed be, which is a response of thanksgiving, which is a response of praise, which is a response of gratitude to God the Father, The only way that he can do that is because he has blessed us with every spiritual blessing in the heavenly places in Christ. Beloved, I want to say to you today is You, as a born-again believer, are blessed. This was the intent of the Father's heart in eternity before the foundations were established, was to create you and to bless you. says this in verse 4, just as He chose us in Him before the foundations of the world Okay, just pause for a sec. Before the foundations of the world were set in place. Before the heavens The earth were created before there is even a sign of humanity. It says here that you are chosen by the Father. In Psalm 139, it speaks about a book written. David's speaking about revelation that he's getting, and and it says that there was a book written concerning my life, all of my days are in his hands he understands all of my thoughts and all of my ways there's no place i can go in heaven or hell or on the earth throughout the earth over in the sea doesn't matter he knows me he's there and on the authority of the scriptures it's declaring he's chosen you Like, well, I don't know. I've been in and seen some very messy places. I've been in some real darkness in my past. And that's what it's like. This is before. He is the Alpha and Omega, He is the beginning and the end. He's outside of it all. He knows the story. He knew what He was getting into when He purchased you, He knew it. It says the Lamb of God was slain before the foundations of the world what does that mean it means that there was already an answer set in motion set in place to bless you that's what it means before you were ever created before your mother father grandpa adam before it all there was an answer to bless you there was understanding You think about it, Jesus, the lamb was slain before the foundations of the world. He was already making provision for you to be blessed, for you to come into relationship with him. He already saw it coming. He already saw what you'd fall into, the muck, the mess. He already saw it all, and he said, I've chosen him. I'm telling you, you are blessed. And this was in the heart of the Father, and it's not based upon, and it will never be based upon your performance. You gotta think, think this through, beloved. I want you to just grapple with these things. I'm grappling with them. I'm inviting you into a grappling with the Word of God. I'm inviting you into a grappling and a seeking out revelation over who he is and what he's declaring about himself to be true, which ultimately declares who you are and affirms who you are as a created being. And it says, before you could do anything, Before this earth was created He was making a way and made a way For you to be whole to be in union with him to be blessed under the hand of the father's blessing It's incredible revelation beloved because so often we go to and fro throughout this earth right now and We're so familiar with the curse even in the church, we, you know, you might like want to argue that or whatever, but I'm telling you I've seen it, I've tasted it, I've experienced it myself, and we just become so acquainted with the curse, but I wonder if there's anybody listening right now that is hearing the Father of all blessing calling you to draw near, to know that before time was put in place, before space was established, before anything was created, He called you chosen and blessed. Are you willing to go down that journey and venture with Him? Because religion is not inviting you into that journey. Religion just throws out, you know, here's, Here's the laws. here's the uh, do's and don'ts, and if you live by these principles, and it's void of any relationship, and any relationship it might be, it's some far off distant God with a big ugly stick ready to whack you. When scripture declares from front to back that it's, he's a good father, he gives good gifts, he's a blessed father, and everything within his heart is to bless his created order. I'm telling you, created order came into being because the Father spoke a blessing. I want you to ponder it for a minute. Creation came into being because the Father said it was good and spoke it into being. You exist... You and I got up this morning, our heart was beating, we have breath in our lungs, we're alive because he said it was good, because we're blessed. But if I was to be honest, most in the world and in this system and in Living under the curse, all our eyes are upon is what we don't have, and it's produced unthankfulness, ungratefulness, creating murmuring and complaining, and, and there's, we just can't see anything good because we're disconnect from a Father who, before we were ever brought forth, said, you're blessed. And I've chosen you. And I've already made a way. Do you hear this, beloved? That in the midst of your most ugly time that you can imagine, he already put in place the avenue for you to come and to walk and live under the Father's hand of blessing. This is who he is. I believe the fruit of this curse that the world lives under is that it came out and stepped out from under the hand of the Father's blessing. And the Father, through his Son Jesus, prophesied through the manifestation of his Son Jesus into the earth, saying, I've made a way for you to come back into union as a son or as a daughter, and be in the blessing. And there's hits against the perversion, yes, even paradigms in the church that it's the blessing means you've got to have the, the fancy car, the house, the, you know, whatever. Uh, go on, put out your list. Um, that's not what I'm talking about as far as the father's blessing you may have some of those things and you may not but those things do not define whether you are walking under the blessing of the hand of the father or not Beloved, you were chosen in Him, in Christ, before the foundations of the world, that we should be holy and without blame before Him in love. And that's where I'm going to stop in that portion of Scripture. So what was the purpose before the foundations was that we would Be before him holy without blame before him in love and I can feel it in the atmosphere and I can hear it in the earth is like holy there's no way I can stand before him because we have this twisted idea of what holy is and that it's almost like This harsh taskmaster that is calling you into that performance, it's like, you've not measured up. You cannot stand before me. Blameless. Can you imagine being blameless? Not blameless before one another. I want you to think about this blameless before a holy God, a holy Father. Do you believe, as born-again believers, that you can stand before a holy God with full confidence? So there's these powerful two little words at the end of this verse that should change everything but oftentimes we just blow through the scriptures and we we just go just go past it be to be holy so before the foundations of the world this was set in place for you and i to be able to come stand before the eternal throne before the holy father To be holy and without blame before Him, here's the powerful words in love. It changes everything, beloved, in love. This is who the Father is this is who the eternal father is this is who Holy Father is he's love he is love he is the origin of love there's no pure or right love that exists apart from him love even in its you know, most messed up form, even a perversion of love, you know, uh, uh, just a low view of even what love is, even that wouldn't exist apart from his being. Beloved, everything was created, heaven and earth, was born out of a heart of love. In love, the heavens were created. In love, the earth was established. In love, he said to Adam and Eve, all along throughout history, so through the creation, before even humanity fell, in love, a way was already made. Do you get that? Before the foundations of the world were established, the lamb was slain. So it was, the answer was already there for Adam and Eve. Love has its expression through this. It's called the blessing. It's the Father's blessing. And the blessing comes by that which he speaks he speaks things to be this is why we see throughout even the Hebrew culture and throughout we see it through the scriptures with the Father that he speaks and he says let there be light and it was good this is the blessing he's speaking the blessing because the blessing has to be released through his spoken word this is the way he moves we know the love of the father because he spoke the word into existence you think think about Jesus being called the the Word of God manifest he said Jesus said if you've seen me you've seen my father Jesus came he said I came to reveal the father Well, what kind of father did he come to reveal? A father who wants to bless? A father who's already established a way for you to be holy and blameless? Full confidence in love, in relationship with him? I'll tell you, most of our relationships are messed up. I believe that even the tearing apart of the family is because we don't know the Father's blessing. I really believe that. And so I believe that it's critical in this season and that it's in the heart of the Father to bring us back under the hand of His blessing. To discover Him as the Father who has blessed us with every spiritual blessing. You think about it as a father, mother, or just, you know, maybe you're not there yet as a father or mother. But if you wanted to bless somebody and lavish them with the greatest gift that you could have, uh, that that you could give, because a blessing... To bless is to give, it's to provide, it's to give, it's not to take. More blessed to give than to receive. So the Father's heart is to bring us into the understanding and the revelation of the father's blessing upon our lives it is the father's blessing that brings us into our eternal position and place and I believe that as we step into that revelation of understanding that position and place under his hand of blessing we get a clear perspective we actually see rightly we begin to see rightly And it actually causes us to prosper then, because we're seeing rightly. It causes us to prosper in our purpose of which the Father created us. It sets in motion, the blessing sets in motion. realigns us with the Father, gives us clarity of vision, filled with a hope and a future in what the Father has planned for us in this life and beyond. I believe that the blessing is actually the way of the kingdom. I know that the blessing, you know, in different ways has been taken far, you know, this way and into some different thoughts and ideas, but I really believe at the core of this, understanding the blessing of the Father. seeing the provision of His Son to bring us into sonship and daughtership into union with Him is at the core of the gospel. This is the gospel. To know Him, the only true God and Jesus whom He sent. You see it woven throughout Scripture, beloved. You think about it. Adam and Eve created them, brought them together. And he, what did he say? It says he blessed them. It's the first account that we have in the Scripture of seeing a direct blessing like this. But we see he blesses them and he says, be fruitful. What's fruitful mean to you? I just automatically, I go to like this incredible lush vineyard of grapes, you know, the size of softballs and just, you know, just this lush fruitfulness bowing over where the tree almost looks like it's going to break because of fruitfulness. It's just the life is flowing. I believe the way of the kingdom is the way of blessing. And I believe that the Father has established this throughout Scripture, biblically, and He's saying, this is my intent, that you would know me as the Father of all blessing. That this is who I am, because love manifests by blessing. How many people watching or here? Don't want to bless your children. You just want your children to have it really hard, live under the curse, toil, you know, have it really messed up, teach them a lesson, you know. Do you hear what I'm saying? So, if you being evil know how to give good gifts, how much more your Father in Heaven? I'm starting to preach now. This is this is the heart of the Father. It's confronting the curse. That we've walked in and the dust that's gotten on us and I'm asking you right now to challenge yourself with regards to do you really believe that the Father wants to bless you do you really believe that he's good because there's so many people in the church that are going through the motions, singing the songs, living by principles, but have no clue on how good the Father is. Have no idea that all day long, day and night, his arm is stretched out, I will come under my hands, I want to bless you. And we're struggling, I don't even know if I go near, he might whack me, and maybe it's something you grew up under, I get it, I really get it, I understand. But I'm telling you, and I'm prophesying over you today, is that the Father's hand is stretched out for one purpose. And it's to release His spoken blessing over your life. And to see fruitfulness explode and erupt through your life. He is so good, beloved. We see this with Adam and Eve. You know, we see with Abraham. He tells Abraham, go take your son, your firstborn, the promised one. Go take him. Go up the hill. I want you to sacrifice him. And some people think, well, because Abraham did this, because he did this, that the Lord then said, because you did this, You've not withheld your son, then I'm going to release my son Jesus to you. So think about it. That is the law. That is the mindset. Think about it. That is the mindset. It is because of what you did, Abraham. Because of your performance, I'm going to do this for you. And when it says in Scripture that he, Jesus was slain before the foundations of the world. Are you getting this? The father's answer was already in place. Abraham, as a father of faith, was responding in love and obedience to the father. But the father says, oh, you're getting it, son. You know, and it's like you're getting it. You're not going to do it because my purpose is to bring life. And I'm going to do it through my son. It's already done. Provision has already been made. And so we see it. And then we see it talking about the restoration, the healing of the family. You see the Lord in Genesis say, Abraham, I'm calling you out. Why? To bless you. Well, why are you blessing me? Because I'm going to cause you to be a blessing to all nations, to the whole earth, to every family. I am blessing you as a father of faith. I'm blessing your seed to be multiplied, fruitful, and bring blessing into the whole earth and fill every family, no one excluded, that everybody would be touched by this blessing. He didn't say just this people group, or that people group, dark, light-skinned folk, tall people, short people. He he said to all peoples, all families, all nations, this is the heart of the Father to bless. And he said, I'm going to bless you to be a blessing, Abraham. And I would say Abraham got it. He learned it. He learned what he needed to learn, because it says, he blessed shows accounts where he took his son to him and put his hand on him and he blessed him the father's blessing the weight of the father's blessing it sets things in motion in a person's life in a way of blessing and then Isaac you see Isaac do it with his son Jacob Jacob. Jacob wasn't in a really great spot when he received his blessing, was he? But here's a little peek into something. Esau despised the inheritance, the blessing. He despised God's blessing, the Father's blessing. He despised it. He rejected it. So he chose to live under the curse, essentially. But Jacob wrestled to lay hold of an inheritance, even through manipulation and all of his. God saw something in him, and God, through that blessing that was released over Jacob's life, it turned him from being a usurper, a manipulator, into a father of blessings. All throughout Scripture, you can search this out, beloved. I encourage you, go after this. Jacob gets a blessing. Uh, J- Jacob blesses Joseph. Joseph, think about this. Uh, uh, Joseph, yeah, Joseph receives his blessing. Um, and he goes to a pit. He goes to Potiphar's. Goes to prison, to the palace. Goes through betrayal of his brothers, left for dead, sold off into slavery, all of those things. And something was cultivated in and through Joseph's life because by the end that he could stand as his brothers came, who sold them off, as his brothers came. He was able to, with great clarity, say, you did this, but really it has nothing to do with you. God sent me in this way so that I could, what? Be a blessing to you in this very hour. The blessing was at work all through Joseph's journey to bring him to a place he was blessed to be a blessing, and that's what he declares. I was blessed into this place by God himself. It's not you, brothers. God did this, brought me into this place where I'm Lord over Pharaoh, I'm Lord over the land, I have abundance, and I'm able to pour out and make provision, the Father's provision for you and for the whole family. Turn to your neighbor, say, that's good news. I wonder if anybody's hearing me this morning, the heartbeat of what I'm talking about. To live under the understanding that He's a Father who blesses. That love was in eternity. Love was made f- manifest because He spoke the blessing. He spoke the created order into place. It was a word of blessing. Let there be life. Let there be light. Let there be life. Let there be fruitfulness. Let there be abundance. Let there be overflow. I believe that our lives are the view of our lives that we have right now today the view of our lives right now and we could look back through our whole lives instead of looking back at everything that went wrong or seemingly went wrong or every hurt or every wound or every offense I want you to look back and say Father would you show me where your hand is resting upon me Would you show me how your hand of blessing is upon me today? Because it's with the revelation and the understanding that we are blessed by the Father that we can be a blessing to those around us. Beloved, you are blessed to be a blessing. You were sought out before you knew you were lost. You were already blessed in eternity and chosen before you even (laughs) had your diapers changed. father his blessing already his hand of blessing is already stretched out and he's saying will you come under will you position your heart to receive my blessing upon your life will you break agreement that you're cursed Being blessed by the Father doesn't mean you don't go through challenges. Doesn't mean you don't go through difficulties. But I'm telling you, Jesus, for the joy set before him of having many brothers and sisters, the scripture says, a creation groaning, longing for the sons of God to be manifest, revealed, Why? Because the sons of God release a blessing. So grace to you, peace from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. Blessed be God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ who has blessed us with every spiritual blessing in the heavenly places in Christ. Just as He chose us in Him before the foundations of the world, that we should be holy and without blame. And before Him, meaning in relationship with Him, meaning face-to-face, if you're before somebody, you're standing in front of them, you're face-to-face, in love, so you have a loving Father looking into your face, purer than you can imagine looking into your face with joy at His right hand. Jesus said, for the joy set before him, he endured the cross. The joy of seeing sons and daughters come into the fullness of relationship. What if perfection wasn't meant to stop? Did you ever consider this? What if perfection, we well, see, we think humanity, perfection was in Eden. Was it really? Was perfection really in Eden? If he made provision of the lamb being slain before the foundations of the world, or was it to be what we're stepping into to give us the Holy Spirit that we could be one in one relationship with him. Father, Son, and Spirit, us living in union with him forever for eternity. Something to consider. Run out of time, so just close up with this. I want to release a blessing over you today. My encouragement is that you sink your teeth into discovering the Father who has blessed you with every spiritual blessing. It's not a trivial thing, it's eternal glorious, and it's what Jesus gave himself for, so that you could receive the fullness of God within you, the Holy Spirit. I'm going to release a pastoral blessing over you. So right now, in the name of Jesus Christ, I bless you with the promises of God, which are yes and amen. The Holy Spirit make you healthy and strong in body, mind, and spirit to move in faith and expectancy. May God's angels be with you to protect you and to keep you. That you would be blessed with supernatural strength to turn your eyes from foolish, worthless, and evil things. And that instead, that you may behold the beauty of things that God has planned for you as you obey his word. I bless your ears to hear the lovely, the uplifting and the encouraging and to shut out the demeaning and the negative. May your feet walk in holiness and your steps be ordered by the Lord. May your hands be tender, helping hands to those in needs, hands that bless, May your heart be humble and receptive to one another and to the things of God and not to the world. May your mind be strong, disciplined, balanced, and faith-filled. God's grace be upon your home, that it may be a sanctuary of rest and renewal, a haven of peace, where sounds of joy and laughter grace its walls, where love and unconditional acceptance of one another is consistent. God, give you success and prosperity in your businesses, your places of labor, and as you acknowledge and obey the imperative of Scripture, even concerning the tithe. God, give you spiritual strength to overcome the evil one and avoid temptation. God's grace be upon you to fulfill your God-given dreams and visions. May goodness and mercy follow you all the days of your long life. And I declare this over you, the Lord... Bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine upon you and be gracious unto you. The Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace. I bless you in the matchless and wonder, uh, wondrous name of Jesus. Declare blessing over you today and in the season of life. And I bless you with the revelation of the Father's hand of blessing upon you. That you are chosen, you are called, chosen, and set apart to be able to stand before Him right now, right now, holy. Blameless and in love. This was the joy set before Jesus that you would be with Him, the Father, forever. So, Father, we give you thanks. Father, you commanded Jesus, you said, ask of me for the nations for your inheritance. You commanded him to ask you for the nations for your inheritance because you wanted to bless him. Jesus, may you receive your inheritance. May you receive your blessing. May the fullness of the children of blessing fill the earth, bringing healing to families, to homes, to marriages, to children. Father, may your blessing be ever increasingly released, revealed and released from this corporate family. Father, I thank you that you have blessed us to be a blessing. And I ask that you would break through familiarity and bring us into the glorious revelation of what this means. That you would instruct our hearts and give us living understanding. We say to you, be all the glory and the honor. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you so much for listening to our podcast today. To find more teaching resources or to join us via live stream, visit our website at eastgatehouseofprayer.ca.